You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 169. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. I hope you had a great weekend and now starting a fresh new week, a week to be healthy, happy, to live your best life, right? Well, here on the Earn That Body podcast, I just want to remind you that we are a sponsor-free, ad-free podcast. And I do this because I find all of those ads so irritating when I listen to podcasts, right? So I will not have advertisements in the Earn That Body podcast In return, what you can do for me is if you want to give a rating or review for the Earn That Body podcast as a thank you, I would love to have it. Simply go to iTunes and give me a rating or review for the Earn That Body podcast. Another way to thank me is just on social media, engage with me, meaning on the Earn That Body Facebook page or Instagram page, I try to put up a daily piece of inspiration all the time. Comment on it, like it. I love to see the engagement, and when you engage on it, it actually helps you see my posts even more. That's sort of the way the algorithm works. So again, I won't bring you ads, but if you want to say thank you, do give me a rating or review or simply engage on social media. Now let's talk a little bit about today's episode because we are talking about being diet addicted. You know what I mean. The person who goes from one diet to the next They go from one fad to the next, or potentially just the person who is constantly consumed by dieting and their weight in general. And whether this is you, or maybe just you sometimes, I have some tips to help you turn it around so your life can be free of this burden. And honestly, being on a diet or always looking for a new diet, it truly is a burden. But first, this. And now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, I found an article just this week about bison meat. And I thought it was interesting because lately I have had so many clients asking me what I thought about bison meat. Now, historically, bison has been the second most popular type of red meat with beef being number one. And today, the demand for bison meat is growing due to increased marketing efforts, its widespread availability, and it does have favorable nutritional profiles. Now, this article reviews bison's nutritional profile, its benefits, and some drawbacks as it competes with beef. But really, the nutrition shows great. What do I mean by this? Well, in terms of nutritional content, bison packs a good amount of several essential nutrients, including protein, iron, zinc, selenium, and B vitamins. A serving of bison cooked from raw at a four ounce size provides 124 calories with 17 grams of protein. Bison, which is high in protein, B vitamins, and minerals, boasts favorably kind of because it's pretty low in calories as well. So besides being that excellent source of protein, it also packs a good deal of B vitamins in that four ounce amount, which is awesome, high in iron, high in selenium, and high in zinc. 
But like I said, what people really seem to like is that it's so favorable because it is also very low in calories. Now, in addition to bison's impressive nutritional profile, it has a mild flavor and it can be pretty versatile in the kitchen. For example, you can use it as a substitute for other red meats in almost any recipe. So things like chilies, stews, stir fries, and bison is also commonly consumed as a steak or roast and can be cooked similarly to other lean red meats. Now, in summary, Due to bison's rich nutrient profile, it may provide a number of health benefits such as promoting a healthy body weight and muscle mass and when eaten in moderation as a part of a healthy diet. And I think that's what I like most, that very last sentence when they talk about eating it in moderation because it is still red meat and all red meat needs to be eaten in moderation because that is what's going to be healthiest for you. So even though it's great and it has all these nutritional benefits, don't be eating bison every single night. Have it in moderation, enjoy it. I haven't tried it yet and I I live in Austin. I know it's at a lot of restaurants, so I know the next time I see it on the menu, I'm gonna give it a try and it sounds like you should give it a try too. Okay, back to our episode today Are you diet addicted? Well, here's a few questions to ask yourself to see if you think you are a diet addicted person. One, are you afraid to tell your partner or your best friend about another diet that you're gonna start on Monday? (laughs) I totally know these people, like they're constantly telling their partner, okay, on Monday I'm gonna try this, or they're telling their best friend like, guess what, on Monday I'm gonna be doing this diet, and you start to get the rolling of the eyes from these people because they're tired of hearing that you're going on another diet. So if you're like, yes, that's totally me, you might be diet addicted. Number two, you have tried every fad diet there is and you are always looking for a new one. I'll tell you right now, when I was young, that was me. Yep, I did the cabbage soup diet, I did this diet, I did that diet. It's like every week I tried a new diet, right? Whatever there was, I was gonna do it because at that time I was diet addicted because I didn't understand nutrition. If you feel like you're that person, you might be diet addicted as well. Number three, you are willing to sacrifice health for fast weight loss because you must drop the pounds right now. You know that feeling, you look in the mirror, you're like, no. You get on the scale, you're like, no. And you say, oh my God, I have to drop all of this weight and I have to do it right away. So you're gonna do a fad diet. You're gonna do some kind of crazy diet and it's always gonna start on Monday, right? (laughs) It's just the way it works. If you feel like you're willing to sacrifice health and do it in an unhealthy way to make sure it's fast weight loss, you might be diet addicted. How about this one? You keep going back to your old ways of starvation when all else fails. And let's face it, starvation is basically all diets, right? It's a diet in itself. And a lot of people work on their health or they go on a diet and they lose weight, but then they gain it back. And the first thing they think to do is to cut their calories because they've got to starve to lose weight. If you feel like that's the only way, you might be diet addicted. And last, are you basically all consumed by all of this? Are you consumed with what you eat? 
Are you fully consumed by your nutrition or even working out? It plays a big part of your day in the mental state you're in. Do you feel like that? Like you're constantly thinking about nutrition, eating, is it healthy, my weight, am I burning calories? If you feel like it's consuming you, you might be a little bit diet addicted. Now you might be thinking, well, why? Why do I keep coming back to all these diets? Why do I keep looking for a new one? It's like we get caught in so many different traps. I wanna say, it's like, it's not your fault. I just feel like we live in a time where you're set up to fall into the diet addiction trap. For example, do you feel like you're always getting reeled in to a new diet because your friend is always telling you, oh, I'm starting this diet on Monday. You gotta do it with me. And part of you is like, I call it FOMO diet. Like you have a fear of missing out on losing weight. You're afraid your friend is gonna go on keto, lose all this weight, look way better than you, and you're not gonna have lost any weight. So you have that fear. So you better join her or him in this diet, no matter what it is, because you don't wanna be the one left out being overweight for that period that they're doing awesome, right? But they're always on a new diet. They're always dragging you into a new diet. So that should be your first warning sign. But if you have one of those friends and they keep dragging you back in or they're posting on Facebook, oh, I started this new diet and I'm down six pounds or I'm down 12 pounds. Okay, why don't they ever post a month later when they're like, oh, I started this new diet and I'm 10 pounds up because I couldn't keep it going right? They're only going to tell you the positive parts. So if you have that friend, beware. They might be sucking you into the diet addiction trap. Or what about this? You keep trying these diets, all of which are too extreme. And when you do that, you're just setting yourself up to fail immediately. I mean, no one can live a nutritional life of extreme diets. They're very short-lived for the sake of of your very smart body. Thank God. Our body is smarter than us. So when it tells us that we're starving because we're trying this new fad diet that definitely doesn't have enough calories or is or is deficiting us on a nutrient our body needs, it's gonna tell you and it's gonna do everything it can to make you eat more or to eat those carbs or whatever it needs. So these extreme diets, which almost all these diets are, are the reason you keep failing. And what do you think happens when you fail on one diet? You go to the next diet. So when you are failing and you hear another diet come up, you say, oh yes, that one, that one is a better diet. No wonder this one isn't working for me. I should be on that one. So you quit diet A and you go to diet B and before you blink your eye, you're failing diet B and you hear about diet C and you think, oh, that one, (laughs) that one will work. And you quit diet B, you go to diet C and you keep playing the game. So you're just getting trapped. You're just trapped in this cycle. Or what if you feel like the weight has to come off immediately? because you don't feel good when you look in the mirror and you don't feel good emotionally and you don't feel good inside, like physically, like you feel bloated and awful. And when you're constantly 
feeling like that, you're looking for a way to fix it, right? And so you always end up on a so-called diet. Or what about you might have an obsessive personality, right? Or an obsessive desire to lose weight. And this could be leading to honestly a serious illness like anorexia or bulimia. And these are real disorders. And so if you feel like you are a person who is very obsessive or you have this obsessive desire to be so-called skinny, it's possible that you you're you're diet addicted, you're constantly in the trap and that this obsessive desire is really more of a disorder and it could call for outside help, meaning maybe you need a psychologist. And that is totally 100% okay. And I think more people need to realize that if Eating and dieting is consuming your life. It has to stop. And and seeing a therapist can be so helpful because often it's a personality thing, right? So like I said, some people have these very obsessive personalities and it turns into these real disorders like anorexia, which is very dangerous. And sometimes we've just gotten into some kind of situation where food is constantly the only thing that's bringing us joy and there's something missing in our life and so we use food to fill that and unfortunately then we don't feel great we gain weight we don't look good and we end up back on that diet but if there's something missing in your life and you're using food to fulfill that joy again it might be a great time to see a psychologist There is nothing wrong with seeing a psychologist, all right? You are not weak. I have seen psychologists for many years in my life. My dad was a psychologist. That'll put you into therapy right off the bat, just so you know. Okay, so now that you kind of understand, like, what does it mean to be diet addicted? And again, I'm sort of, that's a term that I've sort of made up. It's just not, I mean, it is a true addiction, but I'm just telling you that this is not some something that I pulled out of a scientific book. But if you're resonating with all the things I'm talking about and you're basically like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me. Well, let's talk about how we can turn this so-called diet addiction into more of lifestyle nutrition. I like to call everything that I teach and preach lifestyle nutrition because it can be done for a lifetime. Everything I teach and preach is about balanced eating, things that aren't extreme, right? So let's talk about some things that you could focus on to help maybe get you out of this trap and onto a better path, especially with it being the new year. And you probably are already on a new diet and your new diet is probably already failing. You are already failed you five days ago, right? I don't want you to feel like a failure. I want you to now look at these things that we're going to talk about. Excuse Penny Lane, my puppy and her shaking head and her (laughs) rattling collar. I want you to think about these things and how you could integrate them so you don't end up back on another diet. So the first thing would be this, and this one's really important. I want you to sit down and really think about where you want to be one year from now. Do you want to be still on another new diet? 
or would you prefer to be in a healthy place physically and mentally? Only you can make that decision. But think about it. Really sit down and say, where do I want to be one year from now? And would going on another fad diet on Monday help me be in that place? The second thing is, you need to be okay with healthy weight loss. And healthy weight loss is losing one to two pounds per week. Where does losing one to two pounds per week put you in a year? See, to some people thinking, well, losing one pound a week, that's just not going to be enough. Like, I have like 40 pounds to lose. I'm not going to lose one pound a week. I want to go on the diet where people lost 20 pounds the first week. Well, that diet where they lost 20 pounds the first week wasn't sustainable. So they gained it all back and more. But if you lost one to two pounds per week, where does it put you in a year? It puts you down 24 to 48 pounds. That's significant, 24 to 48 pounds. Now you might be thinking, but I have way more than that to lose. But if you lose 24 to 48 pounds this year, I can pretty much assure you if you did it through what I call lifestyle nutrition, where it was manageable and sustainable, it would continue over the years to come. And you would never feel like you're deprived or starving and that weight would just keep coming off because you're just living a healthy life. So be okay With weight loss, that's one to two pounds a week because it's realistic and it's sustainable. Then the third thing I really want you to do is I want you to focus more on being healthy versus being skinny. We've really got to take the mindset off the scale and the number and start realizing that if you dial in your nutrition to be balanced in carbs and fat and protein, and if it's balanced with the proper amounts of sodium and sugar and fiber, you're not actually going to have to starve yourself to lose weight. Shift the mindset and maybe throw the scale away if it's making you obsessed and crazy. Focus on getting healthy, eating balanced, and I promise you this, the weight comes off. Maybe only one pound a week, but the weight comes off and it's sustainable. The fourth thing is I want you to understand that there will never be a fad diet or a quick fix that will be sustainable ever, ever, ever. I'm I'm willing to put solid money down. And long-term research is usually not available on all of these new trendy fad diets that you keep trying. So where does that put your health later in life? Keto diet, they're saying it's not healthy. And if you're putting yourself through diet after diet and that long-term research isn't done, you could have health implications later in life. It's not worth it, definitely. Then number five, I want you to realize that the yo-yo dieting has consequences. Yo-yo dieting, it's not just that you gained weight and you lost weight and you're doing it over and over. And I actually did a whole podcast episode, number 104. If you want to go back, go look on iTunes, number 104, where I talk about the actual negative health effects that yo-yo dieting has on your body long term. And I'm talking serious health effects, like you are doing damage to your body when you lose a lot of weight, gain a lot of weight, lose a lot of weight, gain a lot of weight. 
it is doing a lot of harm to your health. So that is something you want to think about. Number six, if you're a parent, you have to know that your children are watching you. And I would say especially if you have girls, especially if you have teen girls, if you don't want them to have a long life of dieting, then you have to be the role model. So think about how can you learn and get on a program that's more about balanced nutrition so that your kids can watch what you're doing You can be a role model. You can share that way of life with them now so that they can be healthy and set up for success as adults as well. And I always say, if you're on a diet that you would never put your child on, because for one, you never should put your child on a diet, but if you're like, oh, I'm on the keto diet, and and seriously, unless your child has epilepsy, which is the only positive research that's been done on keto diets, that it has a positive impact, you probably don't want to put your child on a keto diet. If you wouldn't put your child on a diet, don't put yourself on that diet. I truly want you to honor yourself and your health and your body as much as you honor your child's, all right? So you've got to be a role model. And the seventh thing is get help. If you do feel like you are just all consumed with the eating, the dieting, the working out, your weight, like it is just all consuming. As I said earlier, get help. See a therapist. It's totally okay. It's totally fine. I honestly think you are a stronger person for getting help. Don't be afraid. It, honestly, it's it can be one of the best things you've ever done for yourself. As I said, I did it for many years when I needed it. Uh, when I was younger and I can't say enough great things about working through any kind of problem. And this can be a problem. Definitely. I mean, your nutrition, your health, your mental health, it's everything. At the end of the day, all I want for you is to be healthy and happy. And getting off the diet train is one of the healthiest things that you can do for yourself physically and emotionally. I mean, imagine the feeling of never having to start a diet on Monday again. That's pretty powerful. It's like a weight lifted off your shoulders to think, I'm never going to have to start a diet again. And honestly, once I learned how to eat a balanced diet, because trust me, I've said it before in many episodes, when I was in my 20s, I was on every diet there was. I was heavier than I ever was. And I was never so miserable. I was so unhappy with my weight and that made me unhappy with myself. And so I did diet after diet. I I was that person. I get it. But once I learned how to eat a balanced diet and I understood and got educated about nutrition, my weight came off and I could stop thinking about it all the time. It was a game changer. And I understand you might be thinking, well, great, but where do I start? How do I start this lifestyle nutrition? How do I eat a balanced diet? Not everybody grows up knowing what balanced nutrition is. And you can start by committing to not going on a fad diet again. And if you need help or a program to educate you about healthier balanced eating, email me. My email is kim at earnthatbody.com. As I tell you all the time, I'm a one-woman show. 
If you email me, I'm the one who's going to respond. I have many programs that help educate my clients on how to eat healthy. Or if you have a nutritionist or a dietitian that that will put you on some kind of balanced nutrition and not deficit you, leave you starving or leave you nutrient deprived, that's fine as well. But don't be afraid again to get help. Help is not a sign of weakness. To me, asking for help is a sign of strength and educating yourself. There's nothing better you can do. As I get older, all I want to do is read more and educate myself more. I want to learn new things. I want to be a better person. I want to feel awesome. And I want that for all of you as well. So honestly, take some time today, like as soon as this podcast ends, I just want you to take a minute and think about where are you at in the diet game? Where are you? Are you addicted? Are you fine? Have you got this down? Do you feel strong? Do you feel healthy? Do you feel happy? Take one minute and ask yourself, where do I want to be a year from now? That in itself might be the most powerful breakthrough that you can have this year by seeing what you want and finding a way to make it happen without it being a fast, quick fix but rather something you can build on all year long. And I wish that for you because I helped so many people get there. I've gotten there myself and there is nothing more gratifying than saying goodbye to fad diets. And there you have it, team. All right, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Earn That Body podcast. I am always here each week to bring you health, fitness, and nutrition information that you can put into play right away. And don't forget, on Facebook now, I have the ETB TV on the Earn That Body page once a week on Mondays at noon, bringing you tips and inspiration, fun things by a Facebook Live video. So don't miss it. Comment there, and I'll see you next week. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com. Or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.